listeners. Good evening. Welcome to a spooky edition of Rhapsody and Reverie, Season 2, Episode <laughs> 9. <laughs> what a very spooky number. This, this week we will go into, into great depths of the great songs to play at Halloween. My favorite time. Listen to them. The children of the night. What music they make. As Dracula here has mentioned, (laughs) it's Halloween. Yay! Yay! So this week, yes, listeners, we are doing a special spooky Halloween episode. And we are going to be talking about quality Halloween songs to get you in that spooky, evil, devious spirit as you go out and embark on this All Hallows' Eve. Because Christmas music just gets all the fun. Yeah. But (laughs) today's all about the Halloween music. Woohoo! So... Music for the witching hour. (laughs) <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> it was very bad. All right. Let, let, let's just Let's this. just jump into it. Oh no no, no. let me let me do this over. Let's just uh, jump into it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna milk that till Well, can't even say it gets to be annoying because it already is. <laughs> All right, so I think how I want to start this wonderful, spooky Halloween episode is by asking you a question. Oh, yes, please do. Because now I, as far as my relationship with Halloween goes, I, I, I'm an American. I grew mm-hmm. up in America. I've enjoyed Halloween as a child, I suppose. As but one does. I was also was a scaredy cat, so Halloween was never my favorite holiday. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of didn't really celebrate too too much as a kid. Um, so when it comes to the idea of Halloween music, it's not mm-hmm. something I really consciously think about too much. It's much more of a sort of passing thought like i get really into christmas music like of you course. guys will find out like i i love christmas music christmas is my favorite holiday and i love it but mm-hmm. halloween i never really think about halloween music until honestly i met you because you, katarina dear listeners is a huge halloween person which I is am. yes kind of <laughs> obvious but <laughs> um <laughs> So, anyway, long story short, I guess my question to you is, what, in your opinion, makes a Halloween song a Halloween song? Like, how do you define that? This is a, this is a great question. And let me preface this by saying that I, I've actually had this discussion with my mother this past week. And this is important, dear listeners, because my mother was born on Halloween which was partly why growing up Halloween was like a big deal 
for us. Like not just the fact that, oh, it's Halloween, it's cool, it's spooky, but it's also like, oh, it's your mom's birthday. And so it's there's this connection, right, to this holiday. Mm-hmm. And she's the one that I was going back and forth on, like refining the Halloween playlist going, hey, I think this should count as a Halloween song. And, you know, her going for- back and forth, like, you know, oh, no, I don't think so. I think this is kind of a stretch, blah, blah, blah. So this is what I've come away from having this discussion with her. Uh, basically, what makes a good Halloween song is number one, it should try to be explicit in the fact that it's spooky. So, like, if it refers to a ghost, just outright, just talks about ghosts out there in the open. Mm-hmm. It's a huge plus. Uh, same for vampires, werewolves, all that other stuff. If it's very explicit, it's boom. Nine times out of ten, Halloween song. And we will get into examples of that later. Um, ones that are like, eh, but like they still definitely fit the bill are ones with just general spooky imagery. So, basically, this this kind of, okay, let's, let's give an example. Um, something like the song Howl by Florence and the Machine, because mm-hmm. if you don't know the background of that song, it is about werewolves, but it's mm-hmm. in the song you don't necessarily know that unless you know what she's talking about. Like, because she's explicitly stated, yes, this has to do with werewolves, you know it's about werewolves. But I'm sure plenty of people have heard this song and gone, oh, it's just about, like, a relationship or, like, the damages that can happen to a person and that kind of a thing. Yeah. Then That's it still always counts. where my mind goes when I hear that song. Yeah. Or even, um... Okay, or even a song like Who Can It Be Now, which um, to me fits because it, it, it creates that sense of paranoia. You're being watched. Um, it's, it's, it, it, it instills a spooky feeling, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So in this case, it's not explicitly about something Halloween related, but it's mm-hmm. still in, it, it creates that spooky feeling inside of you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's kind of like, it's like pornography. What? I know it. I know it when I see it. <laughs> <sighs> and there's there's look, don't get me wrong. I have included songs on this playlist that I, I fought with my, my mother on because I think they count and she thinks that they're too much of a stretch, mm-hmm. such as the song Witchcraft by Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Where I'm here going, this is it's a witch. Like it can fit. You can pl- you can plausibly believe that it's like a Samantha bewitched mm-hmm. kind of a witch who's like, you know, a good witch and it's just a cutesy 50s style romantic thing. Mm-hmm. And her thing is like this is just a love song. This does not count. I argue yeah. that it does. I've crossed I've cross-referenced a few um other playlists that I've come across on like Spotify and um even YouTube. And it it other people have have played with this definition as well so i don't feel too bad in including some of those songs but in, in certain cases like i've agreed never moved some that i thought yeah you know what this really doesn't fit um mm-hmm. so really it comes down to the feeling that it instills in you mm-hmm. is it spooky you know does it does it instill that love of halloween in you <laughs> um <laughs> if so boom you're there um 
and we'll we'll definitely go more in depth into like actual examples of this. But um, yeah, that's basically it for me. Like, mm-hmm. if I feel it, it's a Halloween song. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know if that actually helps. <laughs> I mean, no, that's that's good to know. Just, I I I think I kind of when I approach this idea of like finding Halloween songs, my mm-hmm. mind kind of like went more to like songs that just generally feel like dark to me. Yes. Like any song that I felt was dark or any songs that like had sort of a slightly more obvious sort of like supernatural element about them. So like in some ways it's similar to your definition. It's yeah. just like looking for either songs that kind of explicitly kind of reference um things you would normally associate with Halloween or mm-hmm. songs that just generally just make you feel like you're in a horror movie or like in a really dark place in your exactly in your mind and, and you basically said what i was trying to say for the last eight minutes but much more succinctly so i i applaud you for that mm-hmm. um just to like kick things off though mm-hmm. i we put them on our halloween playlist which you listeners are m- more than welcome to uh bump all night during your halloween party on wednesday yeah, do it. Get lit. We encourage it. Um, however, we are not going to be talking about the stereotypical monster mash or spooky, scary skeletons. Though we will give an honorary shout out to them because they yes. do hold special places in our hearts. Because I mean, like, again, like when I was in elementary school and like there were Halloween parties, like monster yeah. mash was on rotation. So, well, of course. Of course, but we're not going to go in depth into them because, you know, if somebody says, oh, play some Halloween music, that's those two are like the only ones that are like, yeah, this is explicitly Halloween music. It's the one that everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. And it's incidentally the only one that people think exists, mm-hmm. like especially Monster Mash, because like for, um, you know, for a while it was, you know, is this all there is? Because Christmas has like hordes, hordes. Yes. <laughs> And and with Halloween, it's a little different because Halloween is more about, you know, finding the spookiness in other things. Whereas with Christmas, it's usually just explicitly about Christmas. So we love you, Monster Mash. We love you, Spooky Scary Skeletons. That's all we're going to say about that. We're not going to talk about them. Yeah. Except for that minute where we talked about them. Mm-hmm. Cool. But, I mean, I feel like we a great place to start in my opinion is with a song that i feel like while it does hold its own as just a normal song i feel like it is close to like on the verge of just being explicitly a halloween song which is Mm -hmm. michael jackson's thriller yes outside of the like obvious monster mash and spooky scary skeletons if somebody's like hey play some music for this Halloween party, you're gonna hear Thriller. Of course. For great reason. Like, Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson created something that is both brilliantly on the nose when it comes to a Halloween song, but still just 
a funky jam. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It really it is a funky jam. Like you can't like you can't not just want to like get like turnt on on the dance floor when you hear that song. It's so fun to just move to, but it's also like creepy AF. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I remember being like I I was in the 3rd grade and I don't remember what book it was, but there was a book that had a, a, a screenshot of the Thriller music video. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing, cause I had not seen the music video at that time. Mm-hmm. And I remember being horrified and fascinated. Like I could not look away. Yeah. Of like these dancing zombies. And like, it freaked me out because I was what, like nine, 10 years old, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I also like, I could not stop looking at it. It was so fascinating. And when I finally saw the music video, I was like, this is the most perfect Halloween jam yeah, that a pop star has made. Like, I love this. Yeah, it's totally great. And just even, like, what's beautiful about it is that, like, it transcends the whole Halloween thing, too, is, like, that thriller was just a landmark in music history. Like, that oh, yeah. music video, like, transformed the music video um, mode industry Mm -hmm. like it created this mini movie in a way that no one had ever really seen before and it was awesome and scary and michael jackson killed it on so many fronts and everybody that worked on that video was like incredible yeah like i have to say all the makeup artists who did that everyone who did who worked on like prosthetics Mm -hmm. um the fact that he was so dedicated to this that he got Vincent Price to do the narration. I love that. Right? Oh my uh, God. Like the acting, the dancing is as per usual, of course, with the Michael Jackson video was like incredible. But now mm. the dance is iconic and you can't help but like think of zombies dancing when you do the little hand claw thing. And like, you ever, ever, even if you can't dance, you kind of know how to do the thriller dance. Yeah. You can and do And you always hands. do it at a Halloween party. <laughs> Always. Always. Mm-hmm. It's like a crime to have a Halloween party and not play Thriller. Yeah, like you kind of, you're kind of obligated by yeah. law. <laughs> it's, just, it's just By right. spooky law. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the end where like he turns back to the camera and his eyes are yellow and it's like, it was all a dream. Or was it? <laughs> <laughs> plot twist again it was so great so great oh my gosh and then in like on the same in the same sort of vein another michael jackson spooky outing is somebody's watching me um yeah that's a rockwell song though yeah but it's featuring michael jackson he does the chorus so well i know i still Still. I had argued. <laughs> well, you know it's sad because like he's not like credited as yeah. being on it. That's I had weird. arguments. I had arguments with my parents mm-hmm. that I was like, "This is Michael Jackson. I know this is Michael Jackson. I can hear him." And they were like, "No, it's by a guy named Rockwell." And I was like, "No, it's Michael Jackson." You're both <laughs> and right. Then, and then I got I got older and I felt vindicated. I felt so vindicated. <laughs> no, because yeah. I had a um. I had, I, I forgot where we bought it. It was probably at like Walgreens. There was this like animatronic 
cat. It was a Halloween decoration. And when you pressed mm-hmm. the button, it would start singing the song. Mm. And like moving it, like arching its back and like, and I was like, this is the greatest Halloween decoration ever. And I think I wore out the batteries on that thing because I kept pressing it to hear the song. <laughs> yeah, because that song's lit. It is lit. Like, I love, I love the line like towards the end where he's like, "I wonder who's watching me now." The IRS. The IRS. <laughs> I feel it's, that Rockwell. I feel it in my soul. <laughs> Not only is it a good song for Halloween, but it's a good song for all you compatriots out there who feel like they are constantly being monitored by the government. <laughs> It feels so good to be validated. <laughs> oh, gosh. But I love that stand. song. That's... Yeah, stand the an- test of time. It does. And that's another one that I think is a good example of one that's like, oh, it's not explicitly spooky, but it definitely invokes that feeling of like, it's sort of unsettling. Like, it's a jam, mm-hmm. but it's it's supposed to like make you like, it's about being paranoid. It's about being watched. Yeah. So it's spooky. Mm-hmm. There's probably some like actual musical definition I could, or explanation I could say where it's like, oh, the chord combinations, this is a discordant. I don't know. I'm very bad at that. So, oops. <laughs> oops. That, like, okay. So, another one that I kind of want to just briefly mention is Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Oh my gosh. I love that song. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's Superstition. It's very explicit. Yeah. Yeah, that that's an that's definitely an interesting one where it's like it it just all around just invokes that like unsettled feeling inside of you, which is so mm-hmm. interesting too. Because like Stevie Wonder's music like always makes me feel happy because it's Stevie yeah. Wonder and he's mm-hmm. just so good at like he has such a positive soul like and it comes out in all the music that he does. So superstition is such an weird song because it's like on one hand you you feel paranoid but on the other hand you feel happy because because it's got that you wonder it's got that funky bass line in the beginning (laughs) yeah and like you want to dance but it's also like ooh, when you believe in things you don't understand superstition like it's like it's i'm trying i'm trying not to sing it like i'm trying very hard not to sing it right It's a gem! It's such uh, a gem. I don't know. So, I mean, I think that song is definitely one you gotta bump. You gotta, you gotta turn the speakers up, you gotta dance to that, just like you danced to Thriller and somebody's watching me. Yeah, these are necessary Halloween songs. Necessary. Yes. Very, very necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I would include in my definition songs that are just associated with horror movies now. Mm-hmm. For example, Bad Moon Rising by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's really funny because I was, um, I, I watched the entire series of The Chilling Tales of Sabrina on Netflix oh! yesterday. <laughs> and... And they definitely played Bad Moon Rising in like the first episode. Did they? Oh, yes. perfect. Oh, it, I have to watch the show. It's just, it, it's definitely one of those songs that 
that and I put a spell on you. Just, oh, perfect. It's going to be in a horror movie, especially which, if witches are involved. Do you have a favorite version of I put a spell on you? Not really. No, no. They're all I just really like good. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. But really quick, back to back, Bad Moon Rising. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but for those of you who haven't, please check out An American Werewolf in London. Mm. It is worth your time. It. it is very much worth your time. The prosthesis for its day, even even today, actually, in terms of practical effects, are incredible. They are out of this world. When you watch that man turn into a werewolf for the first time, it's actually a little scary. Like, it really is. Like, even in our, our very uh, much CGI-addicted world, to see this happen through practical effects, like through robotics and just makeup, mm-hmm. is is incredible to see um and this song does play right before he like transforms like the whole day he's feeling like anxious and whatever and the cat starts hissing at him it's great and this song starts playing and i want to say i'm probably wrong on this so do not quote me on this but i want to say the song came out before the movie but i could be very very wrong so do not quote me on that but yeah i always think of werewolves now when i hear that song yeah yeah i think in a lot of ways, like, horror movies and Halloween, like, horror movies really shape my idea of, like, Halloween music. Oh, of course. Like, I think when you watch a horror movie, there's something about the way they use music that's just really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because they can take, like, songs that, maybe wouldn't even really be all that like creepy but like you put them in the right scene and it's like oh my gosh yeah and then suddenly it's just variants and we're not talking about the creepy covers that they do like when dead space did a very creepy version of twinkle twinkle little star for their promo like i'm not talking about that because honestly after a while that trend gets very old and kind of stupid Mm -hmm. we're talking about just playing the song as is in like a creepy setting yeah. I would say an example of that is Tiptoe Through the Flowers um, when they played it in Insidious, but I'd be lying because Insidious wasn't scary. <laughs> That's real. Like, it's not. <laughs> Tiptoe Through the Flowers. Tiny Tim is great. <laughs> I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Yeah, that movie but, was not scary. No. Uh, Ghostbusters is a jam. I feel like you have to play Ghostbusters at your party because it's Ghostbusters by Ray Parker. Yes. That <laughs> is <another> icon. <laughs> Iconic. I'm um, afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> also, um, since we're talking about Ghostbusters, I have to give a shout out to no. um, don't, on don't the new Ghostbusters soundtrack. Oh, no. I'm not talking about the song that you think I'm talking about because I refuse to admit that that exists. But okay. <laughs> um, I have to give a shout out to Mark Ronson and Passion Pit and ASAP right. Berg for okay. their song Get Ghost. That was the only good song on like, the album. That, I mean, there, were, there was like one no. other kind of good song. I but like, right. as far as, yeah, that goes... I think Get Ghost was everything I wanted 
the Fallout Boy cover to be. God, stop! <laughs> it doesn't exist! It doesn't exist! It doesn't. No! <laughs> That's the scariest Halloween story of all, children. That Fallout Boy covered Ghostbusters and ruined it! <laughs> we, we love you, Fallout Boy, but like... My opinion stance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, Get Ghost is really cool because it's, I mean, it's Mark Ronson and Passion Pit doing what they do best, which is, like, making great electronic music. That's and they, fair. like, take a sample from the original Ghostbusters song, and then they twist it and make this really fun, fun, um, funky EDM jam. So I have to give them props to that because, yeah. The other songs on that album did not happen, so. That's uh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, no. Speaking of funky, uh, really quickly, I want to give a shout out to um, YouTuber Danny Gonzalez for putting out two, not one, but two of the greatest Halloween jams I've ever heard in my life. Uh, spooky Boy and Spooky Guy, respectively. I don't oh, know God. why. His joke songs are lit, but they are. They go so hard, and he didn't have to. And I can't okay. stop listening. Okay. His choruses are so good. Okay. And he's good. Okay, but yeah, like, it's, it's, I like them because, like, it's the lighter side of, ho- of the Halloween music. So, like, it's funny, it's cheerful, it's whatever. Um, yeah. But it's also just really good. <laughs> Like unironically good, and I kind of hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, it's really good. It's on your Halloween playlist now. Surprise! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, let's see. We could talk about. There's so many songs on here, dear listeners. We truly went ham. We went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. On... Yo. No, no, no. Go. Like honestly, like. No. No. Go ahead. Although I was I was gonna go into a tirade about another song, so if go you've got a it. comment about go for it, I don't know. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, um, one of my favorite songs ever that's been Halloween related is a song called "The Headless Horseman." There's a reason for this. As a child, I grew up with the Disney animated classic, um, the the Headless Horseman, Tales of Ichabod <laughs> Crane. All that's you know. You know, bear with me. It was narrated by Bing Crosby. He did all the singing. It was dope, okay? It was just really good. Um, There was a girl named Katrina, which was close enough to Katarina to make me go, oh, he's singing about me. It was so nice. Anyway, no, the song The Headless Horseman has been like one of my top Halloween jams since I was a tender youngling. Um, However... Spotify didn't have Bing Crosby's sultry crooning voice. So instead, um, I have the K-Star version. And K-Star, you all probably know, because she's the one who sings the Christmas song, um, The Man with the Bag. Oh. Everybody's waiting for the man with the bag. Oh, Christmas. That one. So she does a really, really, really good cover of The Headless Horseman, which is the only version I've been able to find. and. It's a jam. Listen to it. There's been there there was this really interesting like uptick of of um of straight up Halloween music in the 30s and 40s. I don't know where it came from. I don't know where it went because 
I really had to go looking for it, but there was a treasure trove of 30s and 40s music mm-hmm. that was all Halloween. And it's great. <laughs> it's really, really cool. So honestly, fall down the rabbit hole one of these days and just like go nuts. Like Spooks by Louis Armstrong, incredible. Um, Taint No Sin to Take Your Skin Off by Fred Hall, incredible. Um, I actually used that as a title for an essay once about body horror and sci-fi. Oh, and how can I forget The Ghost of Smokey Joe by Cab Calloway? If you guys don't know who Cab Calloway is, I beg of you to sit down and give him a listen. Honestly, he's the most incredible showman, most incredible dancer, and an amazing singer. He's the one who does Minnie the Moocher. Um, The Ghost of Smokey Joe is kind of like the sequel, where he's like, I'm dead now, and it's all Minnie's fault. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Minnie spent all his money, and he died. (laughs) Darn it. But it's really, really good. Like, you really do need to listen to it. And there, there is so much music from the 30s and 40s. I had to stop myself from adding <laughs> all of wow. them. That's saying something, because this I, playlist is 90-something songs long. It's, it's 90-something songs, but of songs that, ex- that are from the 40s, I only put three. <laughs> okay. I'm just very... I had to restrain myself. But go look it up do it and the headless horseman is like honestly the top of the pyramid just trust me and go watch the movie um i don't know where else should we go with this um hmm, this is a good question i mean it yeah it's really i i will okay i do want to mention one song that kind of shifts the conversation um away from explicitly halloween songs and more mm-hmm. into like just like creepy songs nice and so a song that i put on here is parting of the sensory by modest mouse and i put this song on here because the first time i heard this song i was um i was probably in like fifth grade or something because my brother was getting into modest mouse i wouldn't i wouldn't end up getting into modest mouse the band until much later but my brother was starting to listen to them and so he would play parting of the sensory a lot and when i first heard it it scared the shit out of me really yeah because it's this like it's deeply unsettling (laughs) in some ways yeah like the song basically the overall message of the song is just like you're gonna die one day you're (laughs) going to disintegrate into the ground and all that's left of you is carbon Mm -hmm. that's going to be recycled into the earth for some other living thing which is also going to die and then be recycled like that's the entire point of the song it's just like take me everybody dies (laughs) turns into carbon and uh, like it all just the cycle repeats itself. It's and, a good time. <laughs> yeah, really, really exciting, cheery stuff. But first, it's so creepy, and there's something about um, like the vocal quality of the lead singer of Modest Mouse's voice that's just very, very creepy and unsettling in that song. And Ooh. it 
it's one of those songs that kind of sounds like, um, it kind of gives you like a sort of like old Western chain gang kind of feel. Like it, whenever I listen to it, like I think of like a really really hot day and somebody just like walking on a railroad forever, like alongside railroad tracks. And okay. it's just overall like it's just creepy. It starts out really slow and then all of a sudden like speeds up at the end and like all you hear is just dude just screaming about carbon and it's <laughs> I'm like making the song sound kind of crazy, but it's really good. Like it really does a great job um at accomplishing what it's trying to accomplish, which is like it's designed to make you feel uncomfortable. It's designed to make you question your mortality, your yeah. existence in the world, and just like all in all, like it's when I think creepy song, that's still one of the first songs that comes into my head. Like it took me a long time to actually be able to listen to Modest Mouse because of that yeah. song. <laughs> so yeah, whenever I so when you said like, hey, let's do a Halloween episode, like this was the first song that came to my head because, like, it's just, like, creepy, creepy, creepy. <laughs> and Incredible. And <laughs> I think Halloween, that's what I think of. It's, like, creepy songs. That's fair. That's... That's a really good... That's a really good benchmark, though, I think, in terms mm-hmm. of Halloween songs. Um, I kind of get that way about Season of the Witch by Donovan. I still don't mm-hmm. really know what it's about, but it's unsettling. Yeah. Like, it's very slow. Like, it's almost like an incantation, that song. Hmm. And I don't know what he's summoning, but it's mostly just my anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, don't get me wrong, it's a good song, but it's I do feel like, I don't know, like, I need to turn around every two minutes because it's like, something might be staring at me. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, there are some songs where it's like, they just... They just make you want to, like, curl into a ball in a corner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, like, in the yes. best way, usually. <laughs> Hopefully. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. That's the same um, sort of goes with another song that I put on here. Um, it's called What You Gonna Do Now by Carla Del Forno. Okay. Like, that's another song that's like really like dark and creepy and every time like that's a song that like i could be in the greatest mood like super happy like everything in life's going right if that song comes on i'm instantly just in this like very dark place oh damn we put it on our party playlist no kidding (laughs) we're trying to evoke a certain feeling out of you (laughs) like no it's like it's a good song i like it but it is very like dark it's just like you hear this like girl like in this like sort of haunting faraway voice being like what's she gonna do now and you're like "Uh, yeah no it's very good but you know like i promise guys there are happy songs on this playlist we balance there are like hungry like the wolf by duran duran okay i saw that you put this on here and i was like why Why? Because it's a jam, number one. And number two, 
he's hunting her like a wolf. I'm getting a werewolf vibe. Like I, it's one of those ones that I argued about where I'm like, it works, and someone else was like, it doesn't. So, um, uh, I guess I'll give it to I'm you. I'm on the but... hunt down after you. <laughs> uh, I'll give it to you. But, I mean, anyway. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like, I put I put a bunch of songs on here that, like, probably are questionable, but, like, I just wanted them on here. Like, Of the Night by yeah. Bastille I put on here. I was gonna say, like, isn't it the where he goes, this is the rhythm of the night? Yeah, like, the it's not night. really a Halloween song, oh, yeah. but there's something about it that feels mischievous. That's fair. And, like, it, it would be a great song to play at a party. And especially a Halloween party, because it's a song about nighttime and darkness. So yeah. And it's a good dance song, so dance yeah. your ass off. You need you need dance songs too. So we got some dance mm-hmm. songs on here for you guys. Like, I mean that's why that's why I put self control by Laura Branigan on here. Cause like, mm-hmm. is it explicitly about Halloween? No. But I mean the chorus is, you know, her going, I live among the creatures of the night and I haven't got the world to try and fight. So like it's a it's a really good song to dance to. Mm-hmm. But it's also like it's got that spooky, like nighttimey element of, you know, things that don't belong in daylight. They belong in nighttime. They're the sexier version of you. It's the more yeah. lascivious version of you. Like it's it's much more fun. You're unbridled and whatever. And I don't know. That's why I put that. I, so I see what you're saying. Like I I agree wholeheartedly that that's a a benchmark for Halloween yeah. music. Like it it it's a like sort of. It's an interesting kind of dynamic of just like balancing out like fun jams, but yeah. also keeping the sort of creep factor in it. Like that's why, like I put "Antidote" by Travis Scott on here. I saw that, <laughs> and like, and I was like, "Why?" I, yeah, it, it's like it doesn't necessarily make sense, but like, there's some. I don't know. Like I listen to that song and like. I think it's because it feels off kilter to me. That's and so, fair. like, and there is something kind of, like, creepy about it. Like, the song starts out, and he's like, don't you open up that window? And you're like, why? Yeah, <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, you're just like, um, okay. And then yeah. it's, it's, like, talking about an antidote, and it's like, an antidote for what? Are you okay? He's poisoned you! Yeah. He's poisoned so, you! Like, it... There's a, like, line of, like, finding the, like, good party jam. Because, like, Antidote is a, like, fun song. Like, I mean, I use the term fun loosely. Like, it's a it's a hype song. Like, yeah. it gets you hype. It gets you, like, wanting to, like, rage. But it's also, like, unsettling to hear in some ways. That's fair. That's kind of like Sympathy for the Devil. Mm-hmm. Rolling Stones. Like, yeah. It's it's kind of a jam, but it's also I get some I sometimes get uncomfortable the longer it's on. Like sometimes I have to like turn it off. Like I have yeah. to, s- <laughs> to switch the song because it's like hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> also because television has like made that the song of characters who come back from the dead unexpectedly for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a resurrection scene, they play that song, and I'm like I like that trope weirdly enough it's kind of funky i don't understand how that started Mm -hmm. (laughs) speaking of television 
Yes. I put television song, see no <laughs> evil, <laughs> on here. That fits. It does. And I, I just, I like that song. Just like, it's, the chorus is just like him saying like, I see no. And then he just screams, evil. And it's really <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. It's a good song and it fits. Like there are right. some songs that literally I'm just like, I know it's a stretch, but I put it on here anyway. Yeah, I've I've had a few of those. Um I do want to say my my other favorite part of this are like the songs that Kink Shame Halloween. <laughs> Starting with the Batman, Wolfman, Frankenstein, or Dracula by the Diamonds. I love this song. Oh my God. Did you listen to this song? I did not. <laughs> I love this song. So this is a 50s jam, and it's not supposed to be about kink shaming Halloween, but I feel like kink shames quite a lot of you. Um, <laughs> because it's it's basically um, a guy who takes his, his girlfriend to the drive-in movie, and when he takes it to a normal movie, you know, like, it's kind of whatever. You know, the whole point of going to the drive-in in the 50s was to, to neck, mm-hmm. or to go further than that. Does she um, only get in the mood when she watches she horror movies? She only gets in the mood to cuddle when she watches horror movies. <laughs> now, granted, what so he's it's a probably song about you. Shut. <laughs> no, but like, I, granted, back then was he probably insinuating that she only like cuddles with me when she's scared? Yes, because the fifties were a more innocent time. However. <laughs> It's 2018 now. It's 2018. And when you listen to the words where it's like, there's only one way I got a chance. It takes the Batman, Wolfman, Frankenstein, or Dracula to get her in the mood for love. Ah, ah, You know, you know where this is going. You know where this is going. Your girlfriend. Your girlfriend needs some help. (laughs) Oh, gosh. It's also Dracula by B. Miller. I had a feeling that's where this conversation was going next. <laughs> I love that song. It's a great song. I love it's that song fun. so much. It's got uh, you. It, you listen to it and it's like, you know what? I would let yeah. Dracula take a bite of me. Yeah. Like, what girl wouldn't? You know? What girl wouldn't? That's the whole appeal of Dracula. You know, you, you read the book, you watch all the movies. That's the whole point. <laughs> Yeah, like he's supposed he's the, to do he's that. The, he's the sexual ideal, which is what makes him so dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. <sighs> there are so many good songs on this playlist, and they're really fun we kind of want to we kind of went above and beyond here. Yeah, it's great. A, oh, wanna, oh man, I want to give a special shout out real quick, super fast. To Sleeping with Sirens for their song Dead Wa- Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes! <laughs> if you want a zombie song, that mm-hmm. is a song for you. Like, that is a song you listen to in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yes. <It's> like, <laughs> the zombies are coming for you. Give it all you got. <laughs> Shoot them in the brains. I love, I love it. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, Rick Grimes had his last episode. Or is he Rick. having his last episode? I don't know. 
I don't It either know. happened already or it's going to happen. I don't know. I haven't watched The Walking Dead in a long time. Yeah, I stopped watching after they killed Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alerts for anybody. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, Glenn dies. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, basically everyone from the original cast is dead. <laughs> yeah. Even Carl! <laughs> Carl! Where's Carl? Oh, Carl! I told you to stay in the house, Carl! Oh my gosh. I'm doing stuff. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> uh, oh, special shout out, special incredible shout out to The Devil Went Down to Georgia by the Charlie Daniels Band. Mm. Um, because no other song goes harder. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you heard that? <laughs> the Devil Went Down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. Like, oh! You can't just not get up. I don't care if you've never been to to a square dance. I don't care if you have no relation or no conne- no Getting connection hyped. to the Southern Gothic tradition. This song comes on. You are hyped. You are playing your air violin. You are. <laughs> I love that song so much. It's pretty. It's pretty lit. It's pretty lit, yeah. Somebody did the math and tried to find out how how like the monetary value of the guy's soul was compared to a fiddle of gold, and like they did this big equation to find out. I don't know how they got the numbers because how do you know how much a fiddle of gold weighs? You don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless you made one, and yeah. Anyway, who's doing that? Hmm. People with too much time. Yep. Too much time. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could go on and talk about every single song on this playlist, which, look, I'd be happy to do, but that would be a three-hour episode. Yeah. It would be three hours. So I think... I think we gotta move on to, you know, the special shout-outs and favorite songs portion yeah. of the evening. Mm-hmm. So... What are your favorites of this playlist? You know, I mean, this is hard because there are a lot of really like good songs on here, and mm-hmm. like a lot of fun Halloween spirited songs. I mean, like it feels a little criminal of me to say anything other than Thriller as like my favorite <laughs> Halloween song. Like this is true, <laughs> but like aside from Thriller and somebody's watching me, because those are like top tier. Like, I mean, Dead Walker Dances Ranger by Sleeping with Sirens, <laughs> I do listen to, like, on Halloween for the it. past, like, five years. So, like, I definitely have to say that's probably a favorite. And then, um, yeah, Parting of the Sensory, too. And, you know, like, they're. It's so hard to pick favorites. There's so many good songs. And a lot yeah. of good songs that we didn't even talk about. Like, Every yeah. Little Thing She Does is Magic. Uh, Black Magic Woman. Uh, Santana. Like, there's so many good songs on here. And, like... There really I, are. I gotta give... I, <laughs> I, I just want to give so many shout-outs. Like, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked by Cage the Elephants. Like... I, it's, it's really hard. It's really, yeah. really hard. 
Mm-hmm. Like I knew when, when we were making this playlist, this was going to be a very difficult thing yeah. to choose. So I don't think I will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, might not, like, I, I don't want to read They're all my favorites. They're all great. <laughs> They're all my favorites. Kill vs. Mame by Grimes is also a really great song. Like, yes. That song's a good one. Like, that one's actually, I will say, the thing about that one is that, like, it's not even necessarily, like, creepy so much as, like, it's filled with so much, like, raw, unbridled, like, rage and frustration that Amazing. it, like, drives you to the state of, like, I guess paranoia or, like, bloodlust in, it's like, blood a weird lust. way. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> which is great. It is fun. Like, Panic at the Disco's Let's Kill Tonight is similar to that, which is why I added both those to the playlist. Mm-hmm. Like, it either Emperor's has to be creepy, yeah, or make you want to hurt somebody. Yeah, although I, I know for a fact, though, that Emperor's New Clothes has kind of been ingrained because of the music video. Yeah, definitely. Like, I know that's what did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's hard, too, because, like, you got songs with, like, you know, you, you can tell they're just, like, fun and spooky, like, Dead from My Chemical Romance, or, like, okay, I really want to give a shout-out to A Nightmare on My Street by DJ Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith. Because <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> and yes, oh, it's about Freddy Krueger. <laughs> That's good. I was going to follow up questions there. But like it's just so it's like this exists why does this exist who cares who cares Hmm. yeah like it's so hard you've got like you mean you've got the iconic time warp you kind of can't have the halloween party playlist and not put the time warp on there yeah that's Um, true i don't know yeah there's so many you know, so we're not going to choose them this week. Yeah. Honestly, we're going to, you know what? We'll pass the question. Instead of us answering it, we will ask you guys, like, yeah. what are your favorite Halloween songs? Are you, a, have you, have you thought about this question before about like yeah. Halloween songs? Because again, like not a lot of people think about like, Halloween songs. Everybody thinks about Christmas songs, but like Halloween doesn't always get its like musical just do. So you know, give it some thought and then listen through our playlist and get an idea of like how we like to jam on Halloween. And if you're having a party, boom, we just DJ'd for you. You're welcome. Yeah. Exactly. Send a check in the mail. Yep. Or at least a shout out. We would appreciate a, a Twitter out. shout out or an Instagram shout out. Any kind yeah. of shout out, really. If um, you bump this on Halloween, we let us know. know. Yep. If your party has already happened or if you're going to a party or, you know, whatever happens, we want to know. <laughs> yeah. Because basically, wanna... look, our favorite songs are all on this playlist. Boom. We did it. <laughs> yep. Boom. And this. We gave you a solid 90-something song playlist. That is um, 
five hours, over five hours of music. Yeah, if your party somehow goes longer than that and you run out of music, that is not our fault. That is yours. Yeah, I mean, more power to you. Like, just obviously, you're having a great party, but like, we we gave you as much as we could. Basically. Yeah. Well, then, I think we did it. We did. Did it. It's alive! Yes. <laughs> our Halloween episode is alive. It is. Well, it is thriving. <laughs> um. Good, Igor. Very good. <laughs> okay. All right. Now that we've successfully been spooky, it's time to slide into our um, next segment, everyone's favorite, Up and Comers! Up and Comers! Woo! So, so who do you got this week? Who do I got? I got the perfect Up and Comer for this episode because this artist is a punk rock, folk rock, horror punk, horror folk, uh, you name it. Woo! Band called Harley Poe. Now, Am I cheating a little bit in the respect that they have been around for a few years? Yes. But not enough of you know about this band. In fact, I only discovered this band recently when I was going on my Halloween binge and I realized they were perfect to draw extra attention to. Basically, if you're if you're into like some spooky stuff, like you'll love this band. You will. If your aesthetic is just generally goth. You'll love this band. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, this is the perfect Halloween sell, really. Like, you really just have to listen to them, and trust me, you will be in love with them. Um, my favorite songs are Vampire's Night Out, Don't Go Into the Woods, American Psycho, and they do a really, really interesting rendition of the Hearse song. Uh, you know that one. The worms crawl in, the worms crawl out, and through your stomach and out your mouth. That one. Um, they do their own take on it and they write extra lyrics. They go like off and it's really good. It's really creepy. Very unsettling. You'll love them. Uh, you could follow them on Twitter at Harley underscore Poe. However, they have not tweeted anything since 2015. (laughs) So it may or may not be a waste of your time. Uh, you can find them on Facebook where they're a little bit more active at Harley Poe. Um, they're also on Bandcamp and Spotify and other stuff like that. Um, if you follow them on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, give them a shout out. Let them know that Rhapsody and Reverie sent you. And, uh, I hope you fall in love with this very, very, very spooky band. Yeah. Yeah. So who do you have for us this week? Well, this week I have a good band by the name... Uh, it's a good band for your, like, fun, happy party needs. And it is Lassio from NYC, good old Brooklyn. And I discovered them last year um, in one of my bits of trying to find new music. And I really like their song, Back for More. So they've been in rotation for months and months and months now. 
So you should definitely check them out. They also put out a new song in August called The Onion Departed, which is also really good. So you should definitely check that out too. You can follow them on Twitter. They're Blasio Music on Twitter, at Blasio Music. So definitely check them out because I was really impressed when I heard them. And you'll have a great time. They're really chill. Like, that's what I like the most about them is that they they do dance music. They do sort of electronic style, but they have a very chill vibe to them. So if you're looking for like a sort of chill vibe, that's what you want. I got you, fam. But yeah, so give them a shout out and follow them and let them know that Rhapsody and Reverie sent you if you do decide to check them out and fall in love like I did. Um, and yeah, if you liked any or all of the artists that we recommended today, also you should give us a shout out like to us and tell us, hey, you guys totally came in clutch with those awesome suggestions. Because we love hearing feedback like that. We love knowing that we got to share some great music with you and you enjoyed it. And then, in turn, return the favor and send us some dope music. Like, we love that. That's our favorite thing, is to get to talk to you guys about great music that you send us. So, do all those things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I felt like jumping in. (laughs) Yeah. Good, solid, good. Solid. Really adding to the discussion. Love yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, basically, what she said. Boom. The master. Oh uh, yeah. All right, guys, yeah. we did it. This is the we- Halloween episode. Truly, thank mm-hmm. you so much to everyone for listening. Uh, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter. At Rhapsody Podcast. Um, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Uh, please check out the website for any new announcements, um, as per usual, because sometimes we update that. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Rhapsody Podcast. So that's Facebook at Rhapsody and Reverie Podcast. And then Twitter and Instagram at Rhapsody Podcast. Give us a shout out there. Talk to us. Follow us. Tell us what you like about the show. Tell us how your Halloween was. Yes. Send us pictures of your costumes. We want to know. Oh, yes. Definitely. Tell us what you're going as and like. Get, leave us all those awesome pictures in the comments and stuff about what you did. Like, I, I know there are some quality, quality people out there that really go all out with their costumes. So if that's yep. you, like, I want to see that. If it's not you, I also want to see what you throw together. Exactly. Like, and a great place to send them our way would be our Facebook group, Rhapsody mm-hmm. Fam. So, uh, if you haven't yet joined the fastest growing Facebook community, don't check us on that. Um, Then you should join it because that's where we uh, get a little more personal, a little more silly. Uh, Mm -hmm. Send us some of your best Halloween memes, suggestions for new music, 
and definitely post those costume pictures up there. Yeah. Who knows? We'll do fun thing. Maybe maybe we'll do a we can do a watch party on Ooh. our on our Rhapsody fam Facebook group. Maybe watch a scary movie Ooh, on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh-hoo. So you know, join us, maybe. It's gonna be join fun. us. <laughs> join us. I mean, we're done. Up to you. <laughs> yeah, up to you. But yeah, so yeah. That was the Halloween episode. Thank you for listening to us. And next week, we'll be back with another uh, themed episode. Um, And it is also kind of another creepy one. It's a good one, though. It's a good one. It's a good one. Get ready Uh, to get dark, though, because, oh, boy. (laughs) Yep. Strap in, kids. (laughs) strap in kids all right yep well now that that's done the clock has struck past midnight Mm. and now all the ghouls and goblins are beginning to come out for uh, eve of mischief and yep trouble double double toil and trouble and to say one last hurrah and goodbye to punktober it's mm. been a wild ride yes but alas <laughs> now go out there party get some candy get some candy drink some punch Age-appropriate drinks. Like blood. (laughs) Yes. Age-appropriate drinks. And dress up in costumes that are also age-appropriate. Or don't. I'm not your mother. I don't care. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Live your life. Do whatever you want. (laughs) 